Hello and welcome to episode two of the IT Curio podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Kenimer, and today I am so very happy to welcome a very special guest. His name is Ahmed Ragab. Ahmed is a seasoned professional in the field of cybersecurity. He's an adjunct professor and he's building his own uh, course, which we're going to have him uh, talk about a little bit on the program, building a course for folks who want to get jobs in cybersecurity. Ahmed, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Cameron. I'm really excited to be here. Ahmed, you have had a rich career in cybersecurity. Could you share with me and our listeners how you got started in this field and what is it that sparked your interest in cybersecurity? Oh, thank you, Cameron. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, basically, I've been in the industry for more than 30 years, and it really started in 1993 uh, when I was working for the Overnet Advertising a Company, and I connected our company to the Internet. Uh, that's when I configured my first Cisco firewall. It was very exciting. And uh, prior to that, uh, I was just part of information technology, building servers, application servers, file sharing servers. It was all about connectivity. We really didn't care about security at the time till we connected uh, to the internet. That's kind of you know my you know my my start to, to cybersecurity. Fascinating stuff. I think your journey is really a testament to the dynamic nature of cybersecurity. Things have really changed, and all of these constant changes. I think is what makes cybersecurity such a exciting field to be in. You've been an adjunct professor for some time now. Talk a little bit about your experience teaching cybersecurity. Uh, basically, in the you know for the last twenty years, I've been a trusted advisor to many Fortune uh, five hundred organizations, uh, small and medium sized. Uh, also, advising them how to secure themselves and protect themselves against the different types of cyber attacks that you see out there today and you hear about in the news. As an example, you know, uh, I deal on a daily basis on advising uh, our clients on how to protect themselves against ransomware attacks, uh, distributed denial of service attacks, force attacks, wireless attacks, to name a few. Uh, so many of my students, uh, you know, give me uh, feedback that I bring a lot of real world experience to the classroom and prepare them for what they're going to face when they get out into the workplace. Uh, and, and basically, I've developed uh, this process of, hey, you know, many of my students want to change careers. They give me a thumbs up, you know, and I say, great, let's reverse engineers. And I can show you in a little bit. I have a job description of an entry level security operator. Center and I say, hey, this is a good entry level position. If you look at the job description, it'll say that you need to know something about firewalls, intrusion detection system, intrusion prevention system, data loss prevention, security information event management, and stuff like that. So we look at the job description. I actually show them sample interview questions, uh, you know, and answers to such uh, you know uh, uh, entry level cybersecurity uh, position. Then I show them the curriculum and what we're going to talk about. And some of my students. <laughs> think that I uh, live in Beverly Hills and drive a Maserati and I work for Robert Harsvac from the Shark Tank because we start the class telling him, hey, you've heard about cybersecurity attacks, you've heard about the colonial pipe attack, the ransomware attack, uh, and gas prices went up, gas prices in Beverly Hills at $7.99. So they think I live in Beverly Hills. I tell them I was 
driving my Maserati. I'm kidding. I have a Honda <laughs> in 2019. I couldn't pay for my coffee because I was a victim of the Capra One 2019 attack where they uh, exfiltrated. They stole my bank rounding numbers <laughs> and other information and transferred money out of my account. You know, and I joke. You know, I, I interviewed uh, for Sideris, which is Robert Harsvex from the Shark Tank. You know, so I try to bring real life scenarios and examples of the different types of attacks and the different countermeasures and the way to protect yourself and how to apply that to getting it done. Could you tell us a little bit more about your course to help get jobs in cybersecurity? Who would benefit most from this course? When will it be ready if it's not already ready? It's great. I'd love to talk about that. I'm very passionate. And may I start and give you a drop, a backdrop, tell you a story about how this whole thing come about. Uh, as you know, I've been, uh, you know, teaching and an, an adjunct cybersecurity professor at San Diego State University, California State, Long Beach, and, and many other universities. And I absolutely love it. You know what I mean? Um, in, 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 in over the last three years, I've taught maybe more than 1,500 students. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, some of them, regrettably, uh, don't have the funding to pay for a formal education or you know such such a program uh, so that prohibits them you know from continuing on cybersecurity and uh you know during my courses and you're very familiar with this there's a huge cybersecurity gap there's 750 cybersecurity uh, 750,000 cybersecurity jobs going unfulfilled in the U.S. alone uh, as we speak in 3.5 million. And those numbers fluctuate and so forth. So I really want to fill gap. I'm very passionate about this. I do, you know, I work on cybersecurity by day and night. Um, and so regrettably, not everybody can afford this. And then there's a lot of free stuff there, there uh, and there's certifications. So it's the wild, wild west. The, the students, they don't know. They need some guidance. They need somebody to put them in the right direction. Uh, so I, I've ad hoc. I've had students call me, email me, and I've had a I've had an overwhelming response. I, my voicemails are full. People are emailing me, ping me on LinkedIn. They want me to help them uh, with the cybersecurity job, whether they want uh, you know. And I tell them I'm their rich uncle in Beverly Hills who drives a Maserati, and and they take me up and they call me and they call me and they email me and they say this. And I don't know what to do. I can't pay for this. Then I say, hey, here's some free training uh, that you can go to. You know, I give them advice. Uh, you, you can get an AWS cloud practitioner. You can get some easy certifications. Gives me a quick win. You know what I mean? But then they, some of them leverage me by saying, hey, uh, I did what you told me, and I want to show you this. You know, <laughs> during my class, I actually show them, uh, you know, my LinkedIn profile, one of my previous students that completed my program. You know, uh, you know, uh, got a job, or he 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 used my advice. He took my sample resume, put it on his LinkedIn profile, and now he's got a uh, a, a job uh, interview. You know, I said, send me the job description. Let's take a look at it, and we say, hey, you learned about firewalls, IDSs, ransomware, DDoS, all stuff like that. Here's what you say, uh, and they mess up the first three to four interviews, but the fifth one, they get an entry level job, and I want to show you in just a minute. Somebody who's just got an offer for ninety thousand, listening to what I'm telling them. You know what I mean? So I want to to, to develop a Udemy course, a two hour course, followed by a twenty hour course. That's gonna say, hey, you want to change careers? You want to get into cybersecurity? Is this for you? Watch this two hour video. I'm willing to do it for free uh, or charge two ninety nine. I want feedback. I'll give you my information. Uh, you could. Participate, uh, you know, I'll give you a free coupon to check it out. I'm working on a two hour video that says, hey, 
you know, you know, there's different types of attacks. Uh, there's ransomware DDoS. Here's the job description. Here's the the, the uh, here's the answers to the uh, you know questions you'll get in the interview. And let me tell you about those particular topics and kind of get you into the entry level position. You know, uh, and I want to share. You know, tell me when it's it is good time. I can share with you, uh, which is a lot more impact, impactful. You know, you know, some of the people that follow my advice and actually got a job. And I used to work at a warehouse. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's it's changing lives. Um, when I started the school, it says, hey, it's about changing lives. I just wanted to get my son through college, but this would end up being fun. And, and I am helping, and I'm seeing empirical evidence of people getting jobs. Ahmed, it's great to see you're offering resources and making them available for people who are looking to break into the cybersecurity field. What are the most critical skills for someone looking to start a career in cybersecurity in 2023? That's a great question. And I like to answer that by sharing my screen and showing you a job description of an entry level. And it says it right there. It's quite that simple. Yeah, that's cyberseek.org, uh, you know, website. Uh, and it shows uh, all of the positions that are available. Uh, it says 663,000, you know, that number fluctuates, you know, total employed security. So there's a ton of jobs. What are what are these jobs? There's different career path. It shows you. So this is a really helpful website. If you want to be a security specialist, it shows you what the, the, the payout is. And then where do you go from there? You know what I mean? Uh, so, but basically, uh, I want to, uh, you know, reverse engineer this. I have a, you know, are you saying, hey, what skill sets do they need to get into cybersecurity? So if you take a look, and this is what I'll cover in my two-hour video, and this is what I teach my students or anybody that I see, this is an entry-level position, and you can Google your own. You can Google Junior SOC Analyst Security Operations Center Analyst, and they'll say, hey, here's the job requirements. You want to change careers? You want to be a cybersecurity professional? Well, let's take a look at the jobs. Hey, they want you to have basic understanding of cybersecurity. They want you to know something called firewalls, intrusion vector system, intrusion prevention system, security information event management, data loss prevention, defensive Well, these are top. I discuss in my classes or anybody that I see in, you know, in the two-hour video that I will do. And they want you to know different various attack methods. And they want you to understand Windows and Linux operating system. So that's kind of an entry-level position. And then what I do, because that's in response to you about what skill sets they need. Well, you know, hey, uh, you, you, you know, here's also... You know, I, and I can have this, make this available, uh, sock and I'll have you questions and, and, and answers. <laughs> so, all right, great. Uh, you know, so now what you can do, uh, and else it'll be, it'll be a common theme that, you know, as a cybersecurity professional, you need to know, you know, you know, malware, uh, firewall, white hat, gray hat. And, and so I want to teach these people the basics. And then what, what do you do with this information? What's the call action? Well, I tell my students to update their resume with this new information that they're going to learn that I'm going to teach them. Uh, this is what you can grade this out. And I got one of my previous students' permission to, uh, you know, to, 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 to share this resume. But he went to a university uh, cybersecurity professional certification program where I teach. And he put down the skills and certifications like I told him. You know, I teach him, you learn Microsoft, Linux, certification. These are the things you need to become a cybersecurity professional. And, you know, while this guy doesn't have experience, he got experience in a ton of month, uh, you know, a, a program. Uh, but I can uh, point you to the other free sources and uh, other sources as well. But basically, you put the experience and then you get a job. Well, can, can that really happen? Yes, I'll show you now somebody that used my advice. I'm going to pull up my LinkedIn 
there was a gentleman, one of my previous students in the past that uh, went through the, the program. He said, hey, uh, I just wanted to share with you that I recently got hired. Hey, that's good news, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, he got a, a job as an internal IT support. He was in my class, blah, blah, blah. Thank you, uh, you know? Uh, and then he says, hey, can I use you for reference, basically, is what this guy wants. <laughs> he wants some professional reference. I said, sure, you know, here's my name and number. You know, I'm happy to do that for you. You know, I'm going to buy him lobster and steak. It's a long story. I'm still here. You know, and, and I said, hey, they called me for reference. I gave him a great reference. And he goes, um, he goes, I don't know if this is interest of you, the interest of you. you can, I can send you a copy of my resume for you to show your students the way you showed us the resume when I showed you students. And they can add me on LinkedIn and ask me questions. And that's how he got the job. So. Uh, absolutely uh when we do that and look he sends me his resume <laughs> okay and, 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 and this is the money shot embrace yourself with this he, does that look similar to the one i showed you which i showed him more than a year ago he just put education you know this guy went to a different university instead of long beach it's san diego but he said professional projects you know and then computer infrastructure and this is the stuff that he wants uh, you know he reverse engineered he put what's in the job description and look, he used to work at a warehouse. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, and I just emailed. This is just an example. I emailed myself. Some people text me. You know, another guy. I got an offer today for this. Is a screenshot from my phone. Yeah, he got a job starting in 90k. I'm glad I listened to your advice. Uh, so consider me your uh, rich uncle who's who's gonna get you a job. <laughs> you know, you've done a lot of great work. I think that that's what it's gonna take is more people like you. Are willing to give back and willing to be a mentor to people. And I know you've been a really great mentor to people, and it shows when you, you know, get feedback like that. That must be a good feeling for you. It's fun. It's exciting. As you can tell, I'm very passionate about this. You know, I advise my nephews and nieces or anybody to get in this. I have a video of Robert Harjavec saying that this is a great uh, business to be in if you know cybersecurity, you have a guaranteed job or something like that. That's why I went to interview with Sideris and I said, where's Robert? And he says, I have a job. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it, it, you can work remotely, you get more money, it's a career, you know, uh, it, it's very rewarding protecting this great country of ours. You know, I tell my students that I'm dressed like Uncle Sam uh, and, you know, and, and then say Uncle Sam wants you, you know, to protect this company. They're, they're attacking the, the perpetrators, the threat actors or whatever else we're going to call them on a Wednesday morning, are attacking our critical infrastructure. Uh, they are, are attacking our, our gas and meat distributors, uh, financial institutes, healthcare. It's ridiculous, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I teach you in these classes is, okay, you want to be a cybersecurity professional? Uh, you know, here's entry level positions. They want you to know firewalls, IDSs. But here's different types of attacks. I teach you how to protect yourself against these types of attacks. Who are these criminals? You know that they're doing. Why are they doing it? They're money motivated. Uh, and there's, there's there's an incredible amount of things you can do to to protect yourself. Defensive that countermeasures tiered approach to protect yourself. We're not. Uh, it's not the wild wild west. You you know, and you're not going to eradicate all cyber. Crime, you're gonna just make it harder for them. You know, uh, I'm sorry, but I want the water filtration and gas and nuclear power plants to be protected. You know, I, I don't want to have to worry about it. So I do have a vested interest. I don't want anybody robbing our banks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it is sort of uh, in my best interest to to teach you uh, how how to do this. To get your foot in the door in this business, 
as long as you have some basic understanding is what you're saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, well, if, I don't want to sugarcoat it and make it super easy, but you're going to have to put some time in. Okay. Uh, I think the intent of what I'm trying to do here on the show and in the Udemy classes or whatever, and I'm not trying to sell anything, I want you to determine if this is the best option for you. You know, uh, so he, we all have our whys, you know, but hey, people are hearing more cyber attacks and news to hear about jobs, look at the piping jobs working remotely uh, and stuff like that. So I want to say, hey, this is just the beginning. I want to teach you the basic fundamentals. Uh, if you're learning a new language or anything new, uh, you know, you have to understand the, the, the basic fundamentals, how the internet connects, you know. And then I want to show you some videos uh, and show you some presentation of my take from a cybersecurity perspective, the basics that you need to know. Uh, so if you're curious, you, you can get yourself an entry level. You don't need to know everything, uh, but they will train you to learn. Based on what you've been telling me, have you described this course that you're going to develop? It's a way for people not only to learn about cybersecurity, but to really find out if it's something that's for them or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd love to tell you this is fun and great and fantastic and it's for everybody. It's not for everybody. I certainly like it. There's other people like it. I'm trying to show you uh, empirical evidence so you can make the prudent decision for yourself. You know, there's a lot of people curious. And, and I am very passionate and said that. And I will tell anybody, that, yeah, you can do it. I showed you somebody that worked in a warehouse that now he's going to be working in the cybersecurity, which, you know, it's rewarding. I showed you somebody that's making ninety thousand. That changes lives. You know, he was making minimum wage to making ninety thousand. You know, you're gonna like uh, you're gonna like the way you look in a thousand dollar suit. Is my joke. It's like you know the the men's warehouse guarantee. <laughs> you know, if you're looking to work remotely, be in a demanding position, really serving your country and your companies, and and striving at it. You know, here's the things that you need to know. You need to know firewall, I, I, intrusion detection system, intrusion prevention, you know, how to protect companies against ransomware details. That's not all the categories. How do I inject you into the system and fill those 750,000 jobs? I'm going to give you enough <laughs> to spell cybersecurity. You know what these basic uh, fundamentals are. Now, actually, can I, can I jump into it? Can I share my screen now in, in, in for them to get, to, to, you know, uh, to, 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 to determine if the, this is the right thing for them. Here's what you really need to know. This is essentials, no thrills, no fills, bare minimum. Uh, forgive the the, uh, the presentation. I did this one time, uh, you know, when I was in Vegas uh, to, to do a test review, but any company you go work for, uh, you know, is gonna have this kind of a setup and it's called the local area network. You know, you know I mean, basically, I'm showing you the basic components. Any company you go work for, let's say they have a company, it's a financial with a thousand company, a thousand employees, they have a thousand laptops. Uh, you know, they're running Windows 10 and Windows 11. They have web servers, email servers, application servers. Well, so what? Well, they're connected to these things, switches, then it connects to the internet. So what? Well, in the 80s, uh, in the 90s, uh, you know, I was connecting all these. It's all about the connectivity. Uh, so they can, you know, drink coffee, answer emails, and check websites, email, share applications, share files, and so forth like that. It was all about connectivity till we connected that first firewall in 1993. Then now there's external threats. And, you know, so we didn't care, uh, you know, about security uh, at, at the end, at least. I didn't, and many of my peers didn't. That's why we're in the mess we're in, because people say, well, why is so many attacks? <laughs> but, you know, it was about getting you connected to the web servers, you can do the, the job.
So the firewall is permanently denied. So you need to understand that hackers are out to wreak havoc and extort the company for money. 86% of cyber attacks are money related. They want to steal your crown jewel, your company's personal identification information, so they can, uh, you know, extort you for money. So you need to understand the, 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 the vocabulary and the terms and the nature of the exploitation. But basically, there's vulnerabilities, security flaws in the hardware software, and you need to lock that down. And these are the nasty things these hackers can do. They can send you phishing emails, which, you know, 96% of ransomware attacks are phishing uh, email. You click on it, it it's a ransomware, it's a, it, it's a malware, malicious software. It, it, it encrypts your data, they ask you for money. They do do not distribute denial service attack. They send you a lot of traffic, bring you upside down. So we go on and you need to learn how the hackers can gain access and why they gain access. But then you learn how to protect yourself. Hey, there's uh, there's uh, uh, National Institute of Standard Technology. There's modern attack frameworks. There's guidelines and best practices. And you need to have a firewall. You need to have a demilitarized zone. Uh, you need to use data loss prevention software uh, that can lock the USB ports on your machine so nobody would steal your sensitive data, they will harden the operating system. This is all great information, and I really appreciate you sharing. It's going to be great information for our listeners and for anybody out there who's interested in learning about cybersecurity. Let me ask you another question. As an educator, how do you keep up with all the changes in information technology, cybersecurity? Will you update your courses as time goes on and things change? That is, that is a great question. I mean, unequivocally, you know, me and my uh, co-instructors, we, you know, I tell my students that, hey, I can sit here and tell you about all the security flaws and the vulnerabilities in the hardware and the software uh, and how to protect yourself, download layers, create security patches, put in firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and all these other fancy acronyms that you should know what it stands for. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, there's zero day threats. Uh, there's new threats. There's new vulnerabilities. They mutate, you know. Uh, so. I'm plugged in into LinkedIn, social media. I have certain uh, websites with the latest, greatest security throughout. And, and, and to, to give you a snippet of it, some of it, you know, uh, um, let me see here. But I do unequivocally incorporate, uh, you know, what I do in a day, uh, you know, advising chief information security officers and security analysts uh, of Fortune 1,500 companies how to protect themselves against these threats. Uh, there's open source, free uh, in ways. And then what I call a Louis Vuitton and Gucci of cybersecurity, which I'll bring up in a minute. But but there's a little disclaimer. I'm not endorsing any of these, but uh, I want to open up. Uh, the, the the viewers eyes to the, the art of possible with cybersecurity. so uh my clients uh by day are pushing me into updating the curriculum because by day i'm fighting good fight i'm protecting financial institutes companies, uh you know uh healthcare you name it the universities and they're concerned about ddos ransomware brute force and these other things so i'll show you something here there's a website that everybody should be aware of it's called cvedetails.com a common vulnerabilities and exposures what in the world is this i told you in that diagram that there's uh 
there is security flaws, vulnerabilities in the hardware, software, and in the operating system. Uh, you know, and well, when you find these, this is an example website, and there's another website you can list by vendors. And hey, look, there's Microsoft, there's Oracle. There's, hey, I use Microsoft, don't you? Uh, there's nine thousand vulnerabilities. What are these vulnerabilities? There's security flaws that will allow the hackers, perpetrators, to breach your confidentiality, integrity, and availability. Well, here's an example of that. It's got a high score. It's red. Uh, this security file vulnerability that exists on Windows 10, Windows 11 that you and I may be using <laughs> I would allow the, the hackers to remotely uh, impact your integrity, availability. They can gain full information disclosure. They can bring down your system. You know what I mean? So while it's available for uh, cybersecurity professionals so to protect themselves, but it's also available for the hackers. Well, what do you mean? Well, let me show you. Uh, you know, you asked me for an example, you know, where do I get my news? How do I keep up? Well, hey, th this is just an example, and I'm only s scratching the surface. But there's, hey, but join my LinkedIn. There's a joint cybersecurity advisory. And this is from the Cybersecurity Infrastructure and Security Agency, Department of Justice, and so on and so forth. <laughs> so on. You get you get the picture of the FBI. It's not the Wild Wild West. Uh, you know, this article, uh, you know, this advisory, it tells you, hey, you know, the FBI, you know, they uh, see these criminals. They're attacking our critical infrastructure, or they just happen to be Russian state sponsored, they're using common but effective tactics. So what are they doing? They're using spear phishing. You know, we talk about phishing, they send you an email, it's a free trip to Mumbai, you click on it, you download a malware, malicious software, encrypt your data, they want money. Well, you got to tell your employees not to take candy from strangers. Don't click on clicks from strangers. Hey, brute force. What's a brute force? Well, they consider they have Kali Linux uh, tools that are publicly available that sit there and guess your password. There's different versions. Well, you need to have a 13-character password, uppercase, lowercase, dual-factor authentication. You need to protect this. And that's what I teach my students in my uh, traditional uh, programs and what I'm trying to develop here. Uh, but basically, uh, there's a plethora of things you can do to make your niche more secure. Uh, if you look at the Verizon threat report, and I can share that with you as well, it shows, you know, and it changes, you know, daily basis. But 86% of the attacks are money motivated. And who are these crazy threat actors, perpetrators, and whatever else we're going to call them? Well, there's individual criminals. Uh, there's organized crime. Uh, there is a state sponsor, there's espionage, there's hacktivists. So we talk about these things. We need to kind of understand, okay, you want to be a cybersecurity professional, there's different types of attacks, uh, there's different types of hackers, there's different, uh, there's different type, you know, there's gray hat, black hat, white hat, what do they want? It's time they want the money or espionage and stuff like that. And we know the common techniques and tactics and procedures. <laughs> they're, they're looking essentially, you know, to condense a 30 hour course in a two hour or whatever. Hey, there's only so many ways they can attack a bank, you know, and there's people, there's gangs they specialize in robbing banks and some people specialize in robbing residentials. You know, there's people that specialize in DDoS attacks and ransomware attacks and brute force attacks and, and stuff like that. And there are a lot of things you can do to protect yourself. It's not fail-proof. Nothing is completely secure, uh, but you can eradicate. You can make it harder. You can reduce the blast radius. Uh, uh, you know, you, your job, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to protect your CIO, uh, uh, CEO from apologizing profusely about losing uh, the PII, the personal identification information, your customers' credit card numbers, social security numbers, and so on and so 
report that will negatively uh, impact uh, your organization in a, in a profound way. You need to protect yourself. Regrettably, not everybody can afford it. Uh, regrettably, not everybody has the expertise. And that's why you and I are talking here today. You know what I mean? So it's, it's more security awareness to the business owners, to the employees, the people that want to get in the career and kind of bridging the gap. I think that's what you and I are on a mission to do. What advice would you give someone who's interested in getting into cybersecurity, but maybe doesn't know where to start or or what path they would want to take? What advice do you give somebody who's getting in or they just want to get started? Which path should they take? Are there some that are better than others? It's a great question. There's different pathways. The best advice I could give is to give me a call. My phone number is 858-366-8507. I'll give you my email address. Bring me on LinkedIn. Please post this. I'm happy to help you point in the right direction. That's how this whole thing started anyways. You know, I met with 1,500 students in the last three years. Uh, you know, some of them were able to afford and go on to the program. Some of them didn't. I'm seeing evidence of get people getting jobs uh, and stuff like that. Following the advice that I'm giving them, I'm going to create a video because being instead of me calling me, people call me, email me ad hoc, I'm unable to respond to all. That's why I'm going to create this two-hour vid, two video. Somebody calls me, emails me. It's going to be in this two-hour video that I'm going to try to condense in this podcast here. You, you know what I mean? Uh, so basically, uh, you know, if, if you want to be an accountant, if you want to be whatever, again, reverse engineer, uh, what I the advice is to you want to be in cybersecurity, look at the job descriptions for entry level, go, go to LinkedIn, go whatever, and, and, and find the jobs. I showed you some sample of people. Look at the, the look at what it says in the job description. Look at whatever education, whether, you know, it's a traditional school or whatever, or, or whatever, it's free. And I, I condense the different sources. There's a lot of free stuff out there, but it's too much. I focus your attention on that diagram that I showed you. <laughs> and then, uh, so, so let me share one more thing. And I call this the Louis Vuitton and Gucci of cybersecurity. This is called the Cyber Escape. It's a publicly facing document. Uh, so there's not, I, I kind of break the security in, 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 in this kind of way. There's a network security. Uh, you know, I became, uh, you know, involved in this in 1993 you need to connect it in you need a firewall well there's more than just a firewall it's now universal management it's a next generation firewall it slices it dices well the the subcategories there's distributed denial service attack well you need to protect your company from ddos there's web security uh there is uh endpoint security you have devices laptops mobile device you know that need to be secure you need antivirus anti-malware they call it endpoint detection and response you need to protect your applications you know you ask me do things by day impact my curriculum hey i didn't have to deal with mobile security before people are getting uh Large Fortune 1000 companies are getting uh, their employees are getting texts uh, and, and they, with malicious links and they can take over uh, their, their their mobile device. Well, there's ways to protect yourself. Like Internet of Things, anytime you scroll light bulb or you have, there was one time one of my security partners are telling me that they discovered a device on the network and they couldn't tell what it is. It was the C chief information security officer's Peloton. I didn't even know what a Peloton is. I thought it was an electric bike. Apparently, the CIO has got a Peloton bike that's connected on the corporate network, and somebody can hack into the Peloton and get onto the corporate network. It's an internet of things. You know what I mean? 
these companies, they can go work for these companies. Uh, these are the, this is what I call the Louis Vuitton and Gucci of cybersecurity. I don't endorse any of these products, you know, or a favorite. But if you're going to go work, this is bringing the real world reality. If you're going to go to work for a Fortune 500 company, they're going to have one of these network firewalls. They're going to have one of these DOS protection. They're going to have one of these web security companies. And, and the list is growing. I saw a list that says, hey, security crime continues, even though there's thousands of uh, security solutions out there. <laughs> it's not about just the tools. It's about the people processes, how to use these. You know, uh, you know, when I configured my first firewall, I didn't know how to configure it. Barely. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you need somebody that can help you. <laughs> you know, say, hey, here's the tools you need. You know what I mean? So trying to give you a glimpse of what you're going to see in the world, tailor what you're going to learn uh, based on this. Uh, future to our courses, call me, email me. I guide you and point in the right direction. <laughs> there's so many ways to go out there, yeah. Definitely. There's a lot of different ways to go. And there's a lot of success stories. You know, I've been fortunate to witness many success stories from individuals who've completed cybersecurity training programs. You know, I've seen a lot of people who've come from non-technical backgrounds, but they had a strong passion for cybersecurity one of the things I always used to tell the students is you guys that are teaching this are the unsung heroes because with all the people you've trained through your career, if you were to add up all the cyber threats that those students were able to stop because of your training, I wish I could calculate the amount of money that you have saved businesses on that because the average cost of a, a cyber threat to a business is $3 million or something like that. It's some crazy amount. And if you think about all the students that you've produced over the years and all of the cyber attacks that they've thwarted, if it wasn't for those students that you trained, I'll bet you've saved companies a billion dollars. You're very kind. You know, I'd love to take credit. I, 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 I hope so. You know, what's funny is, you know, the program I teach is a 10-month program at a variety of universities. And they end up, you know, I have a co-instructor. And so the, they end up with 20 instructors, but I take full credit. <laughs> but hey, speaking of which, and, and please grade this out because, I, you know, this is, people call me, you ping me on LinkedIn. You know, she was offered a job as a NOC, Network Operations Center, any advice. You know what I mean? Uh, this guy's working in the field. I, I, I found a job. I sent it to him this please gray all this out he's like hey do you know any good cloud security engineers and i'm like how much does it pay he says 240 i said call me call me now he didn't call me i don't know what's going on you know uh, uh, this guy he got some certification i asked him how did you pass the test uh let me see, these guys are, I mean, the job, uh, are, and these are like three to six year jobs. You're not going to get this out of the gate. You should be proud of yourself because you've done a lot of good. This is some of the feedback that I get uh, from my students. Uh, let me see. Instructor was great. Very helpful. I enjoyed the class. Uh, I would enjoy more in the class if everyone to do together better understand. So this, <laughs> I'm looking forward to learning. Uh, literally perfect the amount of support resource. Honestly, I learned a lot. I feel confident, full of information, which is helpful. I'm really excited to begin the path when you feel in career, uh, happy. You know, there's there's a ton more. Instructor was great, very helpful. The feedback has been overwhelming. You know, I, I can't even keep track of it. That's great feedback. Looking ahead, Ahmed, looking into the future of cybersecurity, what do you think the biggest challenges and opportunities are going to be? Oh, yeah. As I mentioned, uh, 
things have quite changed quite a bit since 1993 since I connected my first firewall <laughs> and taking to you know to the journey and the story the, 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 the cybersecurity instead of just a firewall we used to go around telling people you need a firewall and you need antivirus and you're good to go and look at us now <laughs> you know what I mean that's why we're in the mess we're in you talk to a business owner and say hey talk to me about cybersecurity he's like I have a firewall I have antivirus I'm good <laughs> you know don't make me bring out that diagram again and bring out the Louis Vuitton and Gucci you need defense in depth volunteer approach uh you can download all the racist patches on your hardware or software uh you need defense in depth you need firewall you need intrusion system intrusion prevention system you need web security you need DDoS mitigation you saw the Louis Vuitton and Gucci is open source you need to do a plethora of things a lot of my clients uh, some of my clients have 60 different tools uh, you really need to have a, a security operation center a, a security information event management sim tool to collect all the logs and moments from all these 60 tools <laughs> and prioritize use artificial intelligence and machine learning and look at abnormalities and things like that and try to you know, create some kind of context and be able to detect, block, eradicate, and, and countermeasure these different types of threats that are coming from different directions. And you know what I mean? So, and so that's great. And then you need to take a step. You need to automate it. You know what I mean? Uh, so this is, uh, you know, kind of adding more to the real world. Okay. And this is not just certification, not a big worm, whatever. Um, it's your rich uncle telling you exactly what you need to do and, and what you need to learn uh, from a real world practical scenario and be able to communicate that. So the different type, I'm being asked to secure things that I didn't secure before. It wasn't my job. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't even secure my own servers. You know what I mean? Secure them from, oh, I, all I had to worry is about the guy from the, uh, you know, sales doesn't get into the finance department, you know, internally. But once you open up the firewall, once you open up the connected internet, once you have wireless access point, once you got people working from home, uh, you got people with mobile devices, you're getting text. How do you protect you know, your thousand employees that are getting text, uh, smishing, SMS, uh, text phishing, and they click on it. That wasn't something that you had to protect in corporate America. Now I'm having to protect the phones. What am I going to do? I'm going to go to Macy's and buy the Louis Vuitton and Gucci <laughs> of cybersecurity. I need to protect from DDoS. I'm, I'm a financialist to get DDoS. Hey, there's, you know, call your internet service provider. There's DDoS mitigation devices. Oh, you need to protect, a, a, I got a ransomware. 90% is phishing emails. They click on it. Well, get email security it will detect them block is you know these malicious uh, attachments will catch all no you need antivirus antivirus anti-malware it's called endpoint detection response that goes beyond it you know what i mean you need identity there's so many things and we you know we're not going to catch it all here but i point anybody that i see in the right direction uh so Things to look out for, Internet of Things, uh, you know, operation technology that's becoming popular in mobile security. Uh, people are starting now to be more careful with the application server, you know, application security. Uh, there's a lot of government regulations that says, hey, if you're a financial institute or a healthcare provider, you have to have these security measures. There's like 500 security measures that you have to take care of. You know what I mean? And they all pretty much say the same thing, you know. Antivirus, anti-malware, endpoint detection response, a defense in depth. You need, you know, SIM. You need identity access management. You need multi-factor authentication. On and on and on. Based on uh, the, the the FBI, CISA, and all these guys, they've seen uh, the different types of attacks. We're tracking. We're logging. We know the common techniques and tactics and procedures. You need to be up in the clear base. So those are the things. It's kind of constantly evolved. 
Uh, there's a lot of things to look forward to to secure, but zero day threats is our biggest fear. Uh, you know, a lot of these security tools, they rely on signatures and, uh, you know, and they say, hey, you send me an email, it's going to attach them and I have a signature, I have a database that looks malicious, I'll block it. Well, they mutate it, they change it, <laughs> you know, and it gets past the antivirus, anti-malware, endpoint protection response. They shut off your endpoint detection and response. A lot of things that I'm telling my students to secure their company two years ago are, you know, I'm, I was telling a student to use the, the triple DAS decryption encryption standards, 256-bit, and it's never been broken into it two years ago. And a student stopped me and says, oh, there's an FBI warning. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this video is already obsolete. No, you know, uh, join me in my LinkedIn, join these podcasts. You know, there's, there's new threats where, you know, we're, we're, we're made aware of them. And then there's ways to, uh, you know, add configuration changes on your uh, security devices to detect and block these things. But it's never going to end. If there's one thing folks can take away from this is that the field of cybersecurity is constantly changing and that comes with a lot of challenges, but also opportunities in the field, which is why it's such a fantastic career opportunity for people who are interested in it. And companies are going to be on the lookout for folks who have the skills in these advanced technologies, machine learning and AI powered threat detection and response systems. And people who are knowledgeable about those things are going to be in very high demand and they're going to get paid very well because of the threats that companies are facing. These employees are going to be very, very key to the success of any business. I was really excited to have you in here as a guest, Ahmed. I think we're both doing a very similar thing, two sides of the same coin. I recognize in the last three years, a lot of these people would benefit from a two hour video because I tell them the same thing over and over again. And you've seen bits and pieces of it. I said, hey, you wanna get it cybersecurity? There's a lot of jobs, there's, there's, you know, I'm your rich uncle, you know, look, you know, here's the job description, here's the answers to, to the job description. Change your resume, update it, people will call you, call me, we'll talk about the job description. Uh, we'll develop custom tailored, you know, uh, free resources, you know, uh, and what to focus on. You know, you know, I'm not going to teach you everything. Hey, the most relevant. And then you don't have any experience. You want to get in cybersecurity. I'm showing you, you know, Rich Uncle, come here, son. You know, here's here's how to do it. This is what they're asking. If you put that in your resume, they'll call you. You mess up the first few interviews. Uh, you actually learn the stuff. You know, you reverse engineer it. Now it's fun when you're learning. You know, it's going to make you money. <laughs> you know, you, you get to see if this is for you or not. Or some of you would say, I don't like this. You know what I mean? In these different uh, types of jobs, you, there's a SOC analyst. Uh, if you just want to sit there and watch blinkly lights uh, from the security information event management software and, you know, escalate it to the upper management, or you could be a junior pen tester where you can do hacking. Uh, you know, why would somebody pay you to do that? Hey, everybody's going to swear up and down that they have all the security measures and they think they're good. So as an ethical hacker, you know, a part of the, the, the red team, you can come in and try to brute force, try to crack the Wi-Fi, try to, uh, you know, uh, you know, do a ransomware attack without anything malicious and say, hey, look, you know, take screenshots. Look at this. You know, I hacked in this password. You did the good here to come out with a good security posture, point out the weaknesses and the flaws and things like that. And people like financial institutes and healthcare, as an example, they're heavily regulated and they have to do this on a, you know, quarterly basis. <laughs> they're not going to just take your word for it. And if you don't meet these uh, uh, BCI compliance for the credit card industry uh, or HIPAA for the healthcare, 
there's hefty fines. And forget about the fines. Your CEO in the healthcare or financial institute is going to be apologizing profusely on CNN with the director of FDFI about paying $4 million of rent somewhere. And they lost your credit card, bank information, and they're going to sue you. So they're either going to pay you $100,000 or so and buy some tools and protect themselves or pay the ransom rate or pay the fine. Somebody's going to pay. And regrettably, you know, some businesses may not be able to afford it. You really need to focus on cost effective solutions and people in process. Maybe sometimes you need somebody that you, you can't afford to hire a two or three guys 24 hours, seven, you know, 24 seven. You hire somebody that comes in and do penetration testing and look, look, takes a look at the security question. Maybe you're good, maybe you're not. I don't know. You know, have somebody you know, look to see if they can hack you and then point out. And then the solution got to be cost effective. You can't be. Uh, you know, I, I saw an article that a company spent a percent of their revenue on, uh, you know, on IT information. They're buying laptops, desktops, you know, you needed to run the business. And uh, cybersecurity is 10% of the IT budget. <laughs> so you backtrack that if you're a $10 million company, you're spending, I don't know, a, a million dollars on IT and 100000 on cybersecurity. What happens to, what's the risk to the organization if you get by ransomware and steal all your clients? Companies will run out of business, so it's a you know it, it's a constant battle. Can you afford cybersecurity? Can you afford not to have it? So, regrettably, you know, I'm yeah. seeing larger organizations that you know that can afford it, you know, uh, will do as much as they can. But then, on the flip side, there's some of the Fortune 500 that got too many tools <laughs> and they're not using it to its fullest potential. It's not fully mature. You know what I mean? They, they slap that firewall. They actually connect it. They're not experts. I'm an IT guy. You tell me a new tool. I'm reading the manual, configuring it. It works. You leave it. You really need expertise. Not just about the tools. Ahmed, it's been really great having you here. Thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate you coming on the show. I think everybody learned a lot. Thank you for sharing your expertise. Folks, if you are interested in learning uh, from Professor Ahmed Ragab, he is uh, going to be developing a course where he can show you how to get your foot in the door of this field. Uh, you can either reach out to him on social media, his LinkedIn profile. You can uh, send an email uh, to the show here at itcurio.com. I'll be happy to forward it to him there for you. If you want to learn more about that course or to access our free training resources too for businesses who want to do cybersecurity awareness training for their staff, you can register for that at itcurio.com. There should be links in the description of the show. We're always here to support you on your cybersecurity journey. Until next time, folks, thank you so much. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Cameron Kenimer host of the IT Curio podcast. Cybersecurity awareness training is essential for your employees in today's digital landscape. It will equip them with the knowledge, skills, and vigilance needed to protect your organization against evolving cyber threats. Often companies pay thousands of dollars per year for each employee for such training. We're offering it for free. With it, your organization can foster a culture of security, mitigate risks, and ensure a resilient defense against cyber attacks, potentially saving you from a literal disaster 
register your team for our free live cybersecurity awareness training. It's hosted by our chief technology officer, DJ Foreman, who is extremely entertaining. He does magic tricks. He'll keep your employees engaged. I promise you'll be very happy you did this. You have nothing to lose. You have everything to gain. Click the button to register your employees today. We'll see you there. Bye-bye.